junk and bad boys are interchangeable. All right, listen to what I have to say, and then you can decide for yourself if I make any sense to you. On this journey of life, I am very big on communication. I am very big on definitions. I am very big on compromise. Well, in order to learn, I had to research and see if what I say and what my brain and my heart do all if they all work together to serve me and serve me well. For most of my life, I used words incorrectly, and I wasn't going to let anyone tell me differently. So I've had to eat a lot of crow in my life. So what I'm going to talk about today are the words junk and bad boys. First of all, what is junk? Junk is things that are considered useless or of little value. Let these words sink in. Junk. Things that are considered useless or of little value. The word bad. Okay. The word bad is of poor quality or low standard. Okay. Bad. Of poor quality or low standard. All right, so we got junk and we have bad. Now, when it comes to um, my weight, I had to understand the difference between junk and food. Putting junk food together makes zero sense, all right? Because listen, what is the definition of food? The definition of food is any nutritious substance ingested, right? You eat it or drink it, in order to maintain life and growth. Is this all starting to make sense to you? And how we loosely throw terms around. And it creates these beliefs that don't make any sense. I feel duped by an industry that is trying to cheat me out of a great quality of life. When I eat a lot of junk, my quality of life goes down. Such is the same when I was with a bad boy. I knew what junk was and I knew what bad boys were, but I didn't believe 
that they pertained to me and my quality of life. They were going to be what I want them to be. I need you to be this so that I can be okay. And guess what? Both of them fucked me. Fucked me over good. All right. I have to talk plainly about this stuff and directly because I know that you understand where I'm coming from when you're an emotional eater. I want what I want when I want it and give it to me now. And I got um, useless, little to no value, poor quality, and poor standards when I chose junk and a bad boy to be in my life, right? Because those are choices that we make. And most times, you know, we don't want to be bad to ourselves. We don't want to contribute to a less quality, a lesser quality of life. That's not what we want. But that's what we're choosing when we don't understand ourselves. I didn't understand myself. I wanted what I wanted and I need you to be what I need you to be so that I can be okay. And I would lose every single time. Because an orange is not a candy bar. And a candy bar is not an orange. A bad boy is not a grown man. They may look like it. But what is a man? What is a grown man? What is the what is your definition of a grown man? Just because they're over 18 doesn't make them a man. Right? And that's how I used to think. He's grown, but he makes terrible decisions. And my quality my quality of life is not better with him in it. It doesn't make us bad people. It's our bad choices. Recognizing junk when you see it or a bad boy when you see him will allow you to stay the path. You're going to walk the line when you recognize somebody trying to pull you over and distract you from where you're going. All right, the universe sends us um, most times a little warning sign, right? For those of us who work outside the home, somebody's birthday's coming up and you know somebody's going to bring cake, somebody's going to bring donuts, somebody's going to bring two liter sodas. You know it's coming. You've been through this enough times. Do you say, I can handle this, no problems, and you don't prep yourself, and you end up eating all of it? Or do you recognize the sign, oh, tomorrow, it's so-and-so's birthday, all the junk's going to be coming, I'm going to make sure that I eat well in the morning so that I don't get to the office starving and eat a donut or two. We sabotage ourselves when we don't pay attention. 
And we make believe we can do it alone or without being fore, forearmed, right? Or forewarned. So think about junk, the junk that you eat and the bad boy that you're involved with. If you really had to think about it, junk considered useless or of little value. What's interesting about junk is that it comes with a label on the box or the wrapper, the packaging that it comes in. It tells you. It, it doesn't lie to you. We, we, people lie. People lie. But the nutritional facts on the, the stuff that you buy tells you. Look at the back. Look at the front. Look at the side. Read the ingredients. It doesn't lie. We do. And that junk tells you. It's blaring. I am of no nutritious value. But yet you reach for it every chance you can to feel to fill that emotional void. I know what it's like to be an emotional eater and not care. I don't care. Just like the bad boyfriend, right? The bad boy. I don't care that he is of poor quality or low standard. He cute. He throws me a bone once in a while. All right. Let's think long and hard about what we're doing every single day to ourselves. I want better. I want quality. I deserve to feel like I can rule the world every day. That short-term memory of, I, I've noticed that when things go well or are going well, that's when I want to start eating better and change my life. But what happens? Life. Life throws you a curveball and you forget everything that you promised. Right? Just like that bad boy who said, you know, I'll never do it again. It's only you, baby. It's you and me from here on out. And then they do it again. I'm really hoping this is resonating with a lot of people who aren't willing or able, or want to, dig deeper. We're so shallow in our thinking, and it's learned. Convenience, right here, right now. And a little earlier, I wrote about people who are well-balanced in their mind, body, and spirit don't order pre-boxed, pre-measured, microwavable food. They don't do that. 
They don't go to a gym and sweat their asses off for two hours every day, seven days a week. They don't do that. They don't emotionally eat. They have figured out how to handle their emotions without hurting themselves or others in the process. They're constructive with their decisions. They um, come up with solutions to any problems that they have. And that is an exception because a lot of us didn't grow up that way. But that doesn't mean we can't learn and change. That is a myth. That is what other people who write Misery Loves Company don't want you to grow as a person because it's too scary and you'll leave them. And I'm a big believer in you have to save yourself in order to help others. And you know what? Not everyone deserves you. Not everyone deserves your compassion, your help, your empathy. Not everyone deserves that. And some people may think that's selfish and mean, but there comes a point where you have to save yourself so that you can help others eventually. And you can handle life and the problems that come with it. There are some people that never see a way out and just have excuse after excuse after excuse, and they never get to where they want to be. And then there's people who really are sick and tired and say there has to be a better way, and they start learning definitions. They start digging and finding out what exactly are they eating? What exactly are they doing to keep moving, being adventurous, having variety, trying new things? Understanding going for a walk can be just as beneficial as going for a run. You have to take the chance and understand what works for you. It's like giving everyone the same prescription glasses when you say there's only one way to do this. I I don't believe that. I know what works for my body and I know what's sustainable and I know what my triggers are. Understanding myself is the most important thing I will ever do so that I can move forward and not let anyone or anything get in my way. That doesn't mean I'm selfish. That doesn't mean I'm not compassionate. That doesn't mean that I'm egotistical. It just means I'm a better person and I can give more when I am healthy in my mind, my body, and my spirit. I see it. I feel it. I think it. I have solutions and I'm going to share them because what I see around me is wrong. And it's not fair to people to live an entire lifetime not feeling good about themselves, feeling powerless, not understanding 
why they can't stick to something. I don't know anybody who has ordered boxed food for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And, and if you are one of those people, please let me know. I'm dying to ask questions. I know what I can live with and what I can't live with. I'm at that point in my life because I've done the work. I'll be damned if I live with a bad boy who brings nothing to the table but being cute and showing up once in a while and doesn't contribute, who doesn't help around the house, who doesn't um, think of my feelings when they make a decision. I understand a bad boy and I understand a grown man. I have a grown man in my life. I understand junk and I understand food. But there have been periods in my life where I didn't care. They were equal. But junk adds no value to my health. If that is the goal, why am I reaching for that? It's an emotional response to something I don't know how to fix. Because I go straight back to that. And I had to teach myself, right? This old dog, I have no problem telling people I'm an old dog learning new tricks, right? We all know that one. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's too expensive to eat, right? Um, on that note, it's too expensive to eat right. You know what? I have no problem reaching for an 89-cent candy bar when right next door are um, apples for 33 cents. Which one has more nutritional value? What am I trying to feed? My health or my emotions? And whenever I reach for junk, it's because I'm trying to satisfy the emotion, which does not correlate with my health. If I was healthier in my mind, body, and spirit, I wouldn't be reaching for that candy bar or that junk, any kind of junk, because it's more important at that moment to satisfy that need. And if all sugars are created equal, why am I reaching for those donuts versus the pre-cut, the, the veggies that I cut up earlier? Right? Are you thinking about that? If all sugars are created equal, why do I want the donuts versus the veggies. They both have sugar. Yes, vegetables have sugars. And I found out why I like specific vegetables. Peas, carrots, um, corn, they all have natural sugars. So I was very attracted to those types of vegetables. It's taken me a long time to appreciate artichokes and broccoli and asparagus, uh, things I would never eat before because they didn't have natural sugars in them, okay? 
that art of the added sugars. I notice um, when I'm detoxed from added sugars, those vegetables that don't have natural sugars taste just fine to me. I, I'm perfectly good with them. I've been my own guinea pig my entire life, hence why I share this with you. So those are a few things for you to think about. Junk and bad boys are interchangeable. They add no value. They have no substance. And they leave you, listen to this, both of them leave you craving more. Because the junk food is not supplying the nutrients to keep you full. And the bad boys are not fulfilling the emotional needs from another human being. Is this making sense to you? Is this resonating on why we do what we do and the vicious cycle that comes with that? It is time to start learning and researching and thriving and understanding you're living an automatic and convenient life. And it's not even a life when you really think about it. There are more sick and overweight people than there are healthy ones. That's where we're at today. And I am on a mission to change that because I don't think it's fair to lie to people or make them feel like they need that in their life, that junk or that bad boy. No. Your quality of life matters. Somebody very close to me once said, when I started my journey four years ago, um, he said, I bet you healthy people, when they're on their deathbed, they wish they would have had that cheeseburger. I know that's what they're thinking. I, and I knew he didn't understand. I knew he didn't get it. Healthy people don't live, they eat, they don't, I don't want to get this mixed up. The healthy people don't live to eat. They eat to live. And it's getting in that mindset of doing what's good for you so that your quality of life is better. It's a trade-off. And after a while, it won't feel like it. I've been on a diet a million times in my life, and all I could think about was, oh, I can't have that chocolate. Oh, I can't have that soda. Oh, I can't have this. Oh, I can't have... I mean, just whining and complaining and just miserable the entire time. It doesn't have to be that way. The programs and the systems that are out there disgust me. I get why they do it. I understand it. But there has to be a better way. Systems and programs? No. I am not for those things. You don't learn 
what you like and what you want and what is sustainable and what you can live with when you do it someone else's way. So that is your lesson for today. Let's start thinking about what do I want that is realistic, that I can live with, that I'm not going to be miserable or make the people around me miserable. That's it.